Fight time on the program now, and we're joined by head coach of Explosive Joseph Jurassic Parker, Kevin Barry Jr. Kevin, welcome to the program. Darcy, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, my friend. It's very nice to hear. I suppose it's always a pleasure as well, and you actually get to get your fighter in the ring and fighting. It's been a it's been a pretty inactive time for Joe. So you'd be, I presume, reasonably pleased that you've got him there and got the job done in five rounds. Look, I, I tell you what I am, because like coming into this fight, we've had two fights in the last 19 months, and inactivity has definitely been an issue for us. Um, this is his first fight since the end of June last year, being uh, eight months, and it was good to get in there, mate, and, uh, and, and have a good blowout and come away with, a, with an explosive knockout victory. You know, we sparred a lot of rounds in the gym. We did, like Joe, sparred 118 rounds, but there's nothing like actual competition on fight night. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're happy with the one. As far as the future for John, I mean, the, the heavyweight division at the moment is, is, is thick. It's full of people. It's a very exciting time to be involved. Joe obviously wants to be in that. But the, the, the TKO that he put out on Shondell, and that was a, and a very effective combination that he put down. That's what promoters want to see. That's what the public want to see. Big men knocking guys down. 100%. Like, you know, that's our third KO in a row now. And, uh, you know, prior to that, we we had five fights that went the distance. And a lot of people were thinking, well, you know, you know Joe Hadley, we, we saw him knock people out early in his career, and now they're all going the distance with him. So we're, we're well aware of the commerciality of heavyweight boxing, they want to see the knockouts. They want to see one guy rendered unconscious. And I think the the finish in particular in this fight was was very devastating. You know, Joe hit him with a right hand and he stepped around. And I think uh, Winters was practically at that stage unconscious standing up. And then Joe saw that and he threw a right hand, a left uppercut, another right hand, all landed viciously very accurate, and uh, the the knockout was, was definitely a highlight reel. What happens now? That's always got the question on all the fans' lips. Where does he go to now? What happens? Well, you know, Joe just arrived back in in Auckland this morning to his to his four girls, and um, he, he'll have a little bit of time off. I've already been on the phone three times today with David Higgins. Him and I are already putting a plan in place. Uh, quite an exciting plan too. That uh, we we hope to see Joe back into the ring sometime either June or July this year. And it's very important after only having the one fight in 2019 that we that we get Joe straight back into the ring. And that was our plan, fighting him early in 2020. That we would definitely get our three fights in this year. So. Um, we're looking at options, we're looking at opponents, we're looking at venues. Um, you know, there's a lot of the guys that we would like to be in the ring with that are already booked for fights, like, you know, Chisora's fighting Usyk, Dillian White's fighting Pavetkin, um, as well as us, you know, looking for an opponent and, and, and the right fight date at the right time. We also have to be well aware that if an opportunity presents itself at the moment and, you know, someone was to get injured or pull, or pull out of the fight, that that we're ready to go. And like nobody uh, expected Andy Ruiz to be in the ring with Anthony Joshua last year. And of course, we all know what happened there. So at this particular time when the heavyweight division is red hot and there's got so much, so much action in it, so many good fighters in it, it's very important that we take the most of every opportunity that comes our way. 
Fury and Joshua. It's the fight that everyone's talking about. It's not happened yet, but it looks like it's trying to be made for sometime late 2020. What do you make of that encounter? Well, possibly first, you know, uh, you know. Uh, of course, we all saw how decisive uh, Fury's victory was over over Wilder in fight two. You know, they are looking to fight again. I believe they had till August. They're talking about a date, the end of July. Um, you would think that Fury would have his way again with the conclusive way that that he took care of business in fight two. Then you've got you know Joshua's fighting Pulev in a mandatory fight in May. So you know. Both those fights uh, have to come and the results uh, uh, have to be in place before you can ever look at Fury fighting Joshua. But I sat down um, with with Eddie Hearn a couple of times on this recent trip and he was very confident that that fight will take place at the end of the year. And also, look, the exciting thing for us is that right at the moment, you know, Joshua's fighting Pulev. It's the IBF mandatory. Then he's supposed to fight Usyk, who is the mandatory for the WBO. Now, if that fight doesn't happen, they've already, they've already, um, the Usyk camp accepted step aside money once. Um, there's a very, very good likelihood that if Joshua fights Fury, that the WBO belt may be up for grabs. Um, and we know Joe's sitting there very solidly at number two at the moment. So uh, that could give us a, a really nice option towards the end of the year.